you're listening. I just, I just don't care. Look, if you're 300 pounds, then you are a monster, and I don't want you to talk. Welcome back to This Is A Work. My name is David Hensley. I'm the owner and creative director of Long Walk Productions, and I am here to introduce your host, David Two Dogs Hayes. Thank you very much, David Hensley, and welcome to Rock Hill, South Carolina's only premier wrestling pay-per-view podcast. Oh, God. With me, as always... That wasn't for you. That was the, for the pay-per-view. Well, I'm taking it as it was meant for me. Well, I mean, it's a little bit of both. With me, as always, is my tag team partner, Chris the Meh Barnes. Just going to remind you, you chose me. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, <laughs> also, you're about to hear a speed run, a pay-per-view rundown. I'm tell- Well, there's nothing to talk about. The only thing that we really have to say here is that we don't need these gimmick pay-per-views anymore. No. In fact, I believe the the highest amount of drama we achieved from this was almost not getting to watch it. Yeah, it's I have been thinking about this today. <laughs> yeah. so, so I'm sorry to say, but uh you know, I I once again, I'm going to say this. I've said it before. I'm probably going to say it a few more times. I don't fault any of the wrestlers. No. I no. don't even fight a fault the ones I don't like. Right. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, as much as I called it man a cell, it's just, um, it mostly falls on the idea of creative. I just, weirdly enough, playing it mm-hmm. safe and dull with this. Yeah. There was no reason for any of these cell matches. None. It's just, it was just there. Once more, Nobody really used the cells. It was a weapons match that happened to be enclosed. Well, it got it got more use. It did get some use. A little, a little, but and again, I got to go back to this. I know people are going to say that as well. I'm, I'm, I'm living in the '80s, but if you're in a cage match and you get thrown into the cage, you're bleeding. That's it. That's the end of the story. If you're, I have been, I have been around a cage match. I didn't even go in the cage and I bled. It, it also sucks that, I mean, it, it, well, it, it only happened in the Lashley McIntyre one, but um, most planning around a cage nowadays is how to subvert the point of a cage. Yeah. It was just the the whole point of this cage of the cage match is either to keep people from running in or to keep people from getting out of the ring. Right. That's that's the logic. I mean, of a cage in general, and then of course, Hell in a Cell is this is supposed to be such a a white hot feud between these two that the mm-hmm. only way they can they can possibly uh, conclude it or come or you know actually have a proper match is to be trapped inside of it with each other. Because of the reasons you just mentioned, because, you know, you don't want people getting in and you don't want any of the, you know, the the more chicken shit heels to try and get out. Not only that, but the hell in the cell is supposed to be this monolithic structure. This is the, the largest mm-hmm. gimmick that they have, period. Like it's it's bigger than the elimination chamber. Well, until they finally bring back the triple cage from uh, ready to rumble. Well, I don't. Uh, you know what? I, no, I'm not. I'm not going to say that. I'm, uh, I, I don't know. It's everybody that was involved did a great job with what they had to work with. Yeah. Having said that, let's talk about the worst match on the card, it's- which was Natalia and Mandy. <laughs> That was the pre-show, though. Yeah, but it is it is weird because I don't I don't recall at any point any of us outright hating what was happening in a match. No, but I don't remember much of this show. No, it's uh, well. For, first, let's let's start properly. Sure. Apparently, everybody had this same problem. Yeah, yeah. I remember when we were trying to watch, and I was checking Twitter, and it was like 
just it was just filling up with people going i can't watch this or it's saying mm-hmm. thank or or it's saying coverage is concluded or yeah or getting, what is it a cn2 error C, a cdn error basically it was a server error that mm-hmm. it, like it couldn't connect to the pair to the peacock servers so okay we're already going into this thing pissed off mm-hmm. not to mention not to mention that you also have to take into consideration the way people are feeling right now because we're most fans are feeling some sort of way towards WWE. Mm-hmm. Understand, Nick Khan just laid off a whole bunch of people and is threatening to lay off more. That's a very surprising ones at that. Yeah, uh, we don't have Alistair Black. That was a huge, an even bigger one. Figuratively and literally, was Braun Strowman, uh, who was recently in our neck of the woods at Myrtle Beach. Oh, really? Okay. Playing with the Tigers that uh, featured in Tiger King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was doing that. He he did the whole MVP tour. But yeah, yeah. So there there there's a potential that some people you would you would not expect to be gone be gone. Yeah. So you've got that to deal with. So we're feeling a little meh towards WWE anyway. And then we start the match with our with one half of our women's champions. Champions that they have destroyed and we don't care about. Find me somebody that cares about this dynamic team of Tamina and Natalia Nightheart. I does, defy you. Does Twitter count? No. Okay, then I can't. <laughs> there's because there's someone on Twitter to defend everything. Oh, they'll say, oh, uh, they've been in the business a long time and everything. And sure, and uh, I'm trying to be a nicer guy. Um, so let me just preface it this way: This was a singles match between the. <laughs> I can't even get this out. Say it. The number one contenders. Who are? (laughs) Dana Brooke. And? And Mandy Rose. And you know, Mandy Rose is... uh, (sighs) Sometimes the Lord sees fit to test us, dogs. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Mandy Rose is a, a... decent to subpar hand of a talent. At one point in time, I thought Natalia was a great technical women's wrestler. I don't really have anything to say about this damn match. It was bad. It was... Natalia was awful. Mandy was subpar. Natalia goes over with the sharpshooter that you know, it's, she doesn't even do it very well. <laughs> uh, I gave this match a one just because I didn't want to give it a zero. If it was a zero, that means I hated it, but I didn't care enough to hate it. Uh, the sharpshooter, the classic night hard move. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about the hearts, man, they don't, none of them are charismatic. The only one that had any charisma was Jim Nightheart, and he was on cocaine. So, <laughs> the other ones, they couldn't cut a promo to save their life. They're, I mean, all decent workers Which in the ring. It's a shame for British Bulldog because he kept up with Nightheart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's, and, you know, they were a little bit, uh, you know, Davy Boy was, he did a little better. But the reality is, if it weren't for his size, I don't think he would have gone as far as he did. In any event, it was bad. It's a one. Let's move into the real pay-per-view. Okay, so we start out with a Hell in a Cell match. Uh, this is former Raw SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey mm-hmm. versus current uh, Women's Champion Bianca Belair. Bianca didn't look. They both did really good. I think mm-hmm. Bailey outshined her. A little bit, yeah. But again, this is going to take us into the realm that I can just bitch about for an hour. We start this match out by going under the ring and grabbing a chair. Yes. That's how we start. Is swinging a miss that was 
so far away. I don't even. Belair goes under the ring and grabs. Could you take a guess as to what, Chris? Well, it's one of two things nowadays. It's either a chair or a kendo stick. Oh, you are correct, sir. The ever-present kendo stick. That was a genuine guess. I cannot remember what. Happened. How? I mean, I mean, how could it not be a kendo I, and again, stick? Again, you're right. This this could have just been a weapons match of some type. Without, there's no need for a cage. Yeah, that's that's all it is. Just. Call it extreme rules and just go. The, I mean, the minor spots that happened with the cage don't justify it. And so we're going back and forth with kendo sticks now. I'm, I'm trying to. Oh, there were some fun spots with. Uh, with there were. With Bailey uh, tying Bianca's hair to things. She did. She tied. There was a little bit of hair tying. This happened three or four times. Yeah, yeah. In sequence. Uh, tied her hair to the ropes. Mm-hmm. Uh, tied her hair to the chair. And then uh, Bianca responded in kind by tying her own hair to Bailey. <laughs> yep. To stop her from getting away, yeah. So we go to the outside of... There was a fun little spot taking it back to last hell in the cell when uh, Bailey tried to uh, tape two kendo oh, sticks right, together because right. we can't get enough of the kendo stick. But yeah, she had them under the ring pre-taped. Yeah, pre-taped this time, giving some jabs to Michael Cole. <laughs> well, how, how did she? What was she saying? Michael Cole was actually saying hey, this. This uh, likens back to. Last uh, last hell in the cell with thing. I think she says something along the lines of "Shut up, Cole." Everybody already knows. Yeah, that's what it was. She like she either she knew he was gonna say something about it or anticipated it and just yelled at him. Yeah, I see. I love Bailey for that. That's that's good stuff. She's she's really coming into herself yeah. as a heel. Yeah. I, I really love it. Honestly, I, I I think she looked better because this whole story. First of all, it's weak as hell to begin with, but uh-huh. what they did have is Bianca kind of whining about being bullied. I mean, just, I mean, crying about it. Bailey just looked, all Bailey did was, fine, you want to put me in, in the cage with you by yourself, then I'm going to take your title. Ha, 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 ha. I mean, just, Bailey looks so much stronger than Bianca in this whole feud. Bailey just coming across like the villain from any middle school uh, movie. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Three o'clock, you're dead. <laughs> uh, now, speaking of that, uh, she yeah. she tapes up the the two kendo sticks and goes to whatever move she was going to do. And Bianca reverses and catches her with a spine buster. Yeah. And she goes through both kendo sticks. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! The other, the other good cage kendo stick spot was, I think, uh, was was it Bianca trapped Bailey in the corner with the one? Like it just she she got her in the corner of a cage, mm-hmm. positioned the kendo stick under her arms and kept her trapped there. Yeah, yeah. Bailey comes out with a, the one thing that I did really really love was Bailey did the. Uh, Canadian destroyer into into the cage with oh yeah yeah that's right uh, the end of this match uh, she uh, uh, Belair hits the uh, the kiss of death mm-hmm. uh, onto a ladder with Bailey oh yeah yeah and uh, it was good move good move uh, they really they both turned it up in this match mm-hmm. and I wish I cared more but I don't because. We did not put over the cage. Well, it was also dampened by the fact that Friday they gave away a pay-per-view match by having a Hell in a Cell on SmackDown. And when did they finalize this card? Because I don't, I don't, I think they it, it couldn't have been more than a week or so ahead of time. It, it was a little bit more than a week, as far as I understand. Yeah, which is the reason that. Um, I found this out. This is rumor, but it makes a lot of sense. Uh, the reason that they put Reigns and Mysterio mm-hmm. uh, on SmackDown was because they were running out of time for their matches. And they is a, well, this match deserves some more time 
So we're going to do this one on SmackDown. That way we have all the time in the world so that I can beat the shit out of Ray. (laughs) Sure, fine. So that you know that I'm... And plus, you know... Sure, fine, if that's the reason they wanted to do it. But it's not like I was going to believe that Ray was going to beat him anyway. Exactly. And, And maybe, you know, if they see Hell in a Cell, it'll give us a small bump. Which is the same thing they thought Monday... Because they decided to do... Uh, do it again? Yeah, they okay. did Drew McIntyre versus... No, it's Bobby Lashley versus Xavier Woods uh, in the cell. Because... Well, then what was the point of having a pay-per-view? <laughs> right? That, that's my thing. Having an event. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so we can have them any old time. Okay. We're, we're going to have these any old time. Then what's the point in even doing the, I mean, the damn it, pay-per-view? After after the first two, it just got watered down to the point where it doesn't matter. Right. Because the first one was Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. The second was Mankind and The Undertaker. Both of those very memorable matches that highlight that this is supposed to be a dire match. Yeah. And, yeah, they uh, those those two in particular, they really, they revolutionized. I mean, they started out at the top. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to to go past that. So they had to move things around to where they had to have. We got to do a fatal four way in the yeah. cage. We got to do. There was a six way, I believe, because there was the, was. One, the one with Rikishi ended up going into the somehow their hay cart. Um, and there was uh, Unforgiven, the uh, six way where uh, Triple H. Uh, retained his belt. I, yeah. That was in Charlotte. I was there for oh, that okay. one. Uh, crazy pay-per-view. Uh, also, it made sense. So Sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, what are you going to do? Uh, two and a half on this. All right. It was, they did, they did a great job. I can't go higher than two and a half because this story sucks and you didn't make me care. Damn it, they tried. The, the wrestlers tried their best. But the end of the day... They didn't have enough to work with. That's going to be a continuing theme. It's just, it's like mm-hmm. they're doing the best with what they're being handed, and it's not good stuff. Right. So now we go to uh, our next match, which is Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. In my mind, this was prob- arguably the, oh, yeah. the best match of the night. Um, I mean, I think uh, you, you could probably argue that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn oh, was better. Oh, my God. I. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn uh, really did the best storytelling job out of it. Absolutely, they did it. We'll get to that. Yeah, Seth and Cesar just killed it, man. Mm-hmm. They you, and again, you can tell when people are in sync with each other, and oh, they sure. just they tore it down. My biggest problem uh, with this match: Seth goes over clean with a. Fucking roll up. Yeah. There Why? There, if, if if it was if they were so set on that happening, it should have been dirty. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the harm in, in Cesaro winning? Why does Seth need to go over clean? He doesn't what's, need to. I mean, he's a dirty chicken shit heel. No, it's just why. It's just to remind us that we're fools for wanting things. <laughs> and. and I'm sorry, Cesaro needed that win. He need yes, he did. At this point, Cesaro, we we're we really want Cesaro. Everybody's wanting it. Mick Foley is actually got down on his knees during the Broken Skull sessions and begged to let Cesaro get the rocket. And this is what he got for begging. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's not fair. It's. It, I mean, it's it's wrestling, but it's Charlie Brown and Lucy and the football. Yeah, you're gonna pull the football away every single time. Well, at least, or at least to the point where when it finally happens, like with someone finally going over Roman Reigns, I don't think there's gonna be much in the way of like um, shock. Just more like dull surprise. It's just kind of like. Oh, it finally happened because you've had the football pulled away so many times that when it does happen, it's not going to register like it should. But and honestly, the way you make this right is you you actually kick the football this time, 
And then you kick Lucy in the face for pulling it away every single time. Exactly. And then you give her a stunner and, you know, you t- and you throw her up in that kite eating tree. <laughs> Seth goes over clean with a, with a roll up. Yeah. Um, it is what it is. I guess I, I don't understand why you're keeping Cesaro down. I don't understand. Even if you're teasing us, like, yeah, he's going to get his run, but right now, we got to, we're going to try to, we're, we're going to get you mad. Well, yeah, it just feels like like punishing the fans. Yeah, at, at this point, we're going to get you mad, and then he's going to get it. Well, and, what you're going to do is get me mad, and I'm not going to pay attention anymore. <laughs> well, uh, listen, I haven't made this proclamation to uh, anybody, but I don't watch Raw and SmackDown anymore. Yeah. I, I'm getting all my information from the dirt sheets. And I'm not wasting three hours a night and then another two hours on a Friday, especially when I could be watching AEW. So I gave this match a three. Seth goes over. Moving into our next match, uh, Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baylor. Not Shayna Baylor. Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. Again... I can't say anything really bad. I can. The uh, hypnosis didn't need to happen. The mind control. There you go. There it is. Uh, that was the only real problem I have with the match. I, I don't... Baszler has no business losing right now, but at the same time, neither does Alexis. This match shouldn't have happened. It needs to be... It should have been something... It, it should have been something else. It should have been... Well, honestly, they've started out uh, a thing with Nikki Cross now, which I don't know if you've seen this. I have. With her uh, dressed as a superhero, yes. Super Nikki, mm-hmm. which is bloody adorable. It I'm is. still not going to watch because I'm mad. Uh, so, But I hope it works out. It looks great. It looks like it's so much fun. And she's into it, and it looks great, and especially because it was her idea... That they're running with, so that's what I heard. Yeah, I would have done something like that, and you could continue that feud for a little bit. And if you do it right, Bliss goes over, and it doesn't hurt Nikki, right? And then she can move on to something else, and then we can continue on the course with Baszler. But that's not what we got. That's really the only note that I have is. Bliss hypnotized Nia Jax to slap Reginald when he was about to. Uh, as he had been distracting mm-hmm. uh, the ref uh, uh, once or twice in this match. And after that second time, he decided he was going to. He'd had an, uh, she had had enough of this. Hypnotized Nia. And Nia sold it about. Like she sells everything else. I'm just gonna point something out real quick. Please. Um, that was extra ridiculous to me because that was a joke they used on an. I don't know if it, I don't think it was. I don't know if it was season one or what, but an early episode of King of the Hill, where the where uh, Bobby's friend Connie wants to be on the wrestling team, but she's a girl. And it's a becomes this big competition where in order there where they decide to pit them against each other because it's like okay she can be on the team but she's got to wrestle Bobby for his spot, and they decide to get out of it by just just pretending it's a pro wrestling match instead of instead of it's a, instead of it being a proper wrestling match. Right. And in the middle of that, this is one of my favorite King of the Hill. Episodes. Yes. In the middle of that, Connie for whatever wrestler I don't know what wrestler she's imitating, she hypnotizes Bobby. <laughs> yeah. In almost entirely the same way as it happened in the ring mm-hmm. on, on that pay-per-view. And it makes you wonder if that's where they got it from because I would... I submit yes. I'm mad if it's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't expect a lot out of pro wrestling, but I expect something better than that. Yeah. But no, that's not what we're getting these days. Alexa Bliss goes over... On Shayna Baszler, clean, uh, with the uh, Sister Abigail. Yep. Uh, or uh, Sister Abigail and then the Twisted Bliss. Right. Which, Twisted Bliss does not look good with this gimmick. I don't think. 
I know realize I realize some people argue that it doesn't look good, period. But I you know, at, when she's coffee drinking Karen Alexa Bliss, that's when it looks good. Sure. Because there's a little flair to it, a little spice. As uh but yeah, this it, it doesn't look mean. It doesn't look creepy. It, it, Sister Abigail that looks devastating. That needs to be the thing right mm-hmm. there. Um, I gave this match a two. Again, you're killing me with the hypnosis. Uh, you got to stop with that. That's, And I realized that we've done this before with uh, Papa Shango and the Warrior. Don't, don't act like you don't. Well, I'm not pretending I'm just... like I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it didn't even really stand out at the time. Yeah. Well, because well, I, Papa Shango was just a little bit better at it than. Yes. <laughs> Moving into our next one. Really disappointing in this. I was yeah. so disappointed. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Oh yeah. Oh well, the problem there is. Um, Rhea was supposed to be the heel? <laughs> you know, I, I've I did, spent I, a lot of time thinking about this, Chris. Yeah? I think I know what's supposed to have happened. Okay. They were supposed to turn. They're both double? supposed to turn. A double turn in the ring. That didn't come across at all. Well, I... I you know why? Why? Basically, this is going to sting. Yeah. Neither one of them are fucking good enough to do that. Number two, you got to have an audience for that to happen. Yes. It, it also has to have a very clear point where you can tell the switches happen. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know. I watched that match, and by the end of it, it was like, well, Rip, Ripley spent most of the match as a face in peril, mm-hmm. which is why at the end it was like, wait, she was supposed to be the bad guy? Yeah. I, At some point, <laughs> they're just look. I'm sorry, Charlotte. You're not your dad. You can't. You. You're. You're. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. You're never gonna be that good to turn in the ring. You're a great talent. You're very athletic. You ain't got the juice. So this match, I again, the wrestling was great, mm-hmm. except for a couple of things, Charlotte kicked the air i missed that I, oh I yeah she was trying to put the boots uh-huh. to uh rhea ripley and rhea rolled twice charlotte stayed in the same place so now she's at least four feet away from charlotte <laughs> and charlotte throws another worked kick or a worked stomp mm-hmm. and what just to the air. <laughs> Plus, the end of that match was uh, Rhea getting disqualified because, well, they went to the outside and she grabbed the the top cover of the announce table mm-hmm. and it hit Charlotte in the face. Yeah. And it didn't even look like on purpose. No. But that was the DQ. And then she smiled as if, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Uh, I did it. it- and again, that was like that was the first indication. That's like, oh, she was supposed to be the heel. Okay, they don't know what they're doing. They don't the creatives. I'm speaking about. They 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 don't know what. It's almost like they're trying to tank it. It's it's incredible. I if I didn't know better, I'd swear they were saying, let's run this thing. Let's take a nosedive just right into the earth. This is honestly why I miss a lot of like the the fact that we don't have a lot of wilder characters in wrestling anymore. Right. Because if you don't and you have them just, I mean, well, Charlotte Flair is going to be Charlotte Flair because she's Ric Flair's daughter. Yeah. But I mean, like, or just like, if there's no one willing to be more of a character, you got to rely on their acting to then and then this happens. And the, you know, the main thing about Charlotte is, yeah, her gimmick is. I'm Ric Flair's daughter. That's that's her gimmick. Uh, and that's fine because she's kind of risen above that a little bit because sure. have you when she gets pinned clean 
We've seen her do this like five or six times. She loses her shit. Mm-hmm. And she starts beating up referees and she and uh, security guards and just and throwing a temper tantrum and it's great. It's it's also ironic because <laughs> to to be upset that you know as a flare she got pinned when when Rick would take the take the loss all the time. Yeah, but see, I would have much rather seen Rhea go over clean. Mm-hmm. And seeing Charlotte lose her shit, beat up a referee, maybe go grab one of those mini kendo sticks that are under the ring and start beating the hell out of Rhea. It's weird how the one time maybe the clean loss should have happened, it didn't. Yeah. I mean, because it would have been a face going over clean with a heel as God intended. That's not what we got here. I'm sorry. Uh, Ripley goes over by DQ. Well, no, Ripley. I'm sorry. Flair, uh, goes, Flair over. goes over by DQ. I'm sorry. Uh, but Ripley is still champion. I gave this one and a half Meltzers. I like what they did in the ring, mm-hmm. except for just a couple of things. They were they were very physical in the ring. Yeah. But I'm sorry, just not good enough to put what you were trying to put over over. You know, you you're gonna have to scale that back a little bit. But and again, that's the fault of the writers and the agents. That told them, hey, yeah, you can pull this off. Now, moving into our next one, we have... Oh, this is the main. So, we have Bobby Lashley. Wait, wait, wait. We skipped uh, Kevin and Sammy. My God, we did. We skipped right over the top of that. I'm sorry. That was actually uh, before uh, Rhea and Was it? Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Uh, Yeah, so Kevin Owens uh, versus... uh, Sammy, I don't have any notes on this except it was a damn fine. It was. Match. This would actually be my match of the night. And you know, I, I yeah, yeah, it really would. Because if I mean, if if nothing else, the story you saw in the ring, the the way it unfolded and the way it ended, it was it was great. If and you know something else, I'm gonna. If I have to pick this apart, yeah, and why wouldn't I? Because I picked everything else apart tonight. Mm-hmm. It would have to be Kevin may have oversold the Nigerian spike or the Nigerian nail. That's what we're calling it, right? Maybe, yeah. It's the Nigerian nail. Yeah, he think he he might have oversold it a little bit. I'm not gonna complain about it, but. No. Actually, I I will go to bat and say mm-hmm. he sold it right. Considering if it was lingering pain in his throat, mm-hmm. it, it it culminating in constant coughing fits was probably yeah yeah. I buy that because I've had that issue with medication, where you know even if he's not in any real pain anymore, like coughing fits just suddenly sneak up on you and happen. Yeah. And it's and it's considering he's in the middle of a Doing very physical, physical activity. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and Sammy keeps working on it, mm-hmm. um, which again is just that's just good story, guys. That's good story. And again, you just like Sammy worked the head and the neck mm-hmm. a lot during the match. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. You know what I? You know what you're, Chris. You're a hundred percent right. And I I would have to change my vote. That would it would definitely be match of the night. Sammy goes over. Uh, not he goes over clean, but not really. I mean, oh no, no. Yeah, the point was he he pins him, but by but over the course of the match, also something happened to his to Kevin's wrist. Yeah, unclear if this is if that's a work or a shoot. I know because he is like for the for when it after it happened for the rest of the match, he had his left arm down. He was protecting his hand and wrist throughout yeah. the rest of the match. And there was at least one other thing. But they had some really, really great physical moments in the ring. And it was just like Kevin valiantly fighting and fighting and fighting. And eventually it was just too much. And mm-hmm. Sammy took advantage and got the win. It was it was true testament of the human spirit just coming a little bit short. Right. And that it's like, was it was you reach out. It, it's how you tell a damn story. It is because Sammy gets his victory and he gets to run around talking about how he beat him. But not. But everyone knows not really because they saw the condition Kevin was in, right. and Kevin looks like a valiant guy for trying yeah. his absolute damnedest, but just couldn't overcome the odds. Yeah, 
Uh, and that's how you make a loss look not mystifying and saddening. And actually, looking back at my ratings, uh, I, I did rate this the highest of everything. I, mm-hmm. I gave this three and a half uh, Meltzers. So, um, yeah. Uh, and Sammy goes over with the Haluva kick. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, then we had Rhea Ripley versus Flair. Baguette. <laughs> now, moving into the main event. Yes. We have Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. And we even we have a stipulation on this, Barnes. If Drew McIntyre loses, he can never challenge Bobby Lashley. Right. As long again. as Bobby's champion, he can't challenge again. Right. And I have to say, I mean, be, you know, before we pick it too hard apart, I was like, very physical match, and both men brought it. They really did. I, I don't have a lot of notes on this yeah. either because it was – this was a good match. It was. It was, a, it was. It didn't need to be in the cell. It didn't, but at least in this case, it seemed like it added instead of just, like, wondering why it's there. It's like, oh, okay, no, mm-hmm. this looks fierce enough to at least – the cage doesn't seem uh, superfluous. And here's the thing. I, I'd – again, you guys put me in charge. Let me, let me take care of this because – Okay, we already had about 30 kendo sticks. What'd you do? You went under the ring and you got some kendo sticks, didn't you? Who keeps refilling those? <laughs> those aren't tools for taking down the ring or putting it up. They've they, they got they've got kendo. At least it makes sense. At least subsidy ma- money. <laughs> at least it makes sense when they go after the toolbox now because yeah, that's something that should be under the ring. Right. It's. it's See, you're you're whoring out the the gimmick. I mean, not not only that, and you're you're whoring out the international objects. <laughs> you can't say foreign anymore. You have to say international. That's uh, <laughs> it's so yeah. You're 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 whoring out all your international objects, and it, it, it you're ruining it. So. They don't mean anything anymore. The sale doesn't mean anything anymore. I don't care that this incredible structure of pain even exists around them anymore. Also, WWE camera work struck again. They ruined the spot where Bobby takes the ring steps and smashes Drew's head against the cage because they had a camera guy right behind him who showed that, see that Drew's head face. was in, Drew's head was in the safe area of, where, of the tri- the triangle shape where the ring steps go up against the ring side at least eight inches away from yeah. any of the metal uh, like it's supposed to look like he's like driving his head into the cage with the steel steps but you could clearly see he's safe and you know he's safe you called it before it happened to yeah. me well because they, they and they replayed it mm-hmm they love doing <laughs> It just it just kills me every time is because I know his head's safe in there, mm-hmm. but the cool but the cool part is seeing is I like, oh no he looks like he's getting the shit beat out of him right that's, <laughs> that's you know it's it's wrestling it's but uh, you know I, I'm not gonna get on these I'm nah. definitely not gonna get on Bobby uh, Bobby he's he's outshining every time he's I can't even say that he's a waste of space anymore he's a superstar now he is I'm. I hesitate to call him a pro wrestler, but I will call him a WWE superstar. I'm I'm on board at least that far. He is he is by far he is no longer uh, a night ruiner. <laughs> when I see him come out, he, no, it's true. It's no, you're right. I, we, I just <laughs> at, at least a year ago at this time, if Bobby Lashley was coming out to the ring, we'd be like, oh, yeah, or you might go burn one real quick. Right, right. We're talking about cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. Just or, in case anybody was wondering. Or people we dislike, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just two big, strong men throwing each other around the ring. I like, At one point, uh, Drew suplexed Bobby and tossed him yeah. with into the cage. Just, these guys are so strong. Uh, it's just unbelievable. But again... The finish was ruined by a, well, it wasn't clean, but it was another damn roll up. Why, why are we not communicating like, Hey, we, we've already had a roll up tonight. 
Why, why, are, why are we doing this? I don't know. I, get, I, I don't know if they've already done it, but it feels like the whole point of that is for Drew to be able to challenge again because he lost, but MVP got involved. Yeah. Yeah. That that's one. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, so oh yeah. Be- the, oh yeah. There was a. I forget the spot exactly, but uh, Drew waylays um, uh, Lashley. The, he waylays Lashley, and then at, oh, well, that's right. Lashley ducks. Lashley ducks. Drew accidentally takes out the ref, and mm-hmm. then he goes back and takes out and Lashley. He's calling the ref in. Yes, he's that was his. Get in here. I'm pinning this man. It takes a really long time. And comes out, gets a two count on uh, McIntyre. MVP is hot, and he storms into the cage. Yeah, and he's like, rah, 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 rah. and uh, <laughs> well, then another the the ref comes out and relocks the cage door. So now MVP is locked, locked in. in the cage. <laughs> it's that's uh, that's fun stuff. I I like this ending. I like the way this went down. Mm-hmm. This should have been the only one that night, right? And because because Lashley did it right, and he grabbed the tights. And he, he did. Yeah, he grabbed the tights. He made it. He made it look like an unfair roll up. Right. Lashley retains. Drew cannot challenge Bobby Lashley for his title anymore. So I gave this match uh, two and a half Meltzers again. Sure. Uh, is nothing wrong with this match? This these guys did a great job. It's just. The cell, the it, it's a weapons match. It doesn't need to be I don't in a cell. What it is, but it feels weird to say. It's like these people did a great job. This match was great, and, and feel next to nothing about the event. Right. It, it's 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 so strange to say these guys delivered a hundred and ten percent, and it sucked. <laughs> yeah. It's how can you say that about some of the best wrestlers in the world? It's uh, and it just goes back to two well, things, creative and caring. Yeah, it's like it's not the wrestlers. It's it's the place that, that's showcasing them. Well, part of it. Mm. Part, uh, part of it is a little bit on the wrestlers. They, they do need to make me care. Oh, of course. Their, their wrestling is top notch. That was evident uh, Sunday night. The wrestling could not be better. You can't... If I don't care, it doesn't matter how good of a wrestler you are. Yeah. And that that's really all it is. This whole pay-per-view, you know, I, I wanted to give it a one. I, I felt bad for right. doing that. So I, I gave it a two. As like the, the wrestlers deserve more right. than what I'm... Than, than what I'm critiquing here. Sure. Because I don't think this was their fault. Natty and Mandy, what are you, what are you gonna do? But it doesn't matter. They're they're on the kickoff. That's yeah. It's uh, two melters. That's really all I had for this whole thing. Is that way? If you had to pick a uh, best dressed, well, I I I really after seeing it more, I really like Bailey's uh, outfit. And as did I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about with, a, with, the, with the design, uh, the design of the two-faced Bailey on you're, the front. You're obsessed with that shirt. Well, because the first time I saw it, I was trying to puzzle out what the hell it was. But now that I know what it is, mm-hmm. and I and that and the color and everything, I it works super well for her. If if WWE did not owe me so much money, I get on WWE.com and I buy you that shirt. No. <laughs> That's not necessary. No, it's well. No, it's never going to happen. They owe me too much money, and I'm thankful. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, what about worst dressed? I I don't really have one. And nothing. Nothing. St- again, it was again. It's the theme of the pay per view. But nothing stood out to me to say not great in terms of attire. That everyone seemed to have a good outfit on. Yeah. I mean, honestly, why would you go outlandish or? Well, I mean. Uh, there's honestly, nobody there. <laughs> honestly, Natalia, Mandy Rose, their outfits weren't great. I, I, I mean, Natalia's yeah. is she's wearing that. And I understand it's, it's the like, onesie. Yeah, <laughs> Mandy Rose's was odd to me. I just didn't didn't. It was like Barbarella, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> wow, a little a, bit. 
That's a deep pull, Barbarella. Whoa. I mean, and of course, like, I mean, I could, I could just be mean and say Nia Jax, but I mean, it's just like that's what she's gonna wear. It's easy. That's <laughs> now. If I had to pick a worse dress, it's always gonna be Reginald, <laughs> because if it's one thing I cannot stand in this world, fight me on this. It is wearing the dress shoes with no socks. Get oh, was he? Get out of here with that. Yes, I I can't I can't handle it. Oh, was he? Then I I will make that my worst dress. That's a terrible idea. And the worst thing about it is, Chris, it's fashionable to do that now. I see everybody doing it. I mean, that's it's gross. Yeah, I, I I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Um, <laughs> now, now Hensley told me not even to come to him on on, <laughs> on this paper. He's just just don't even ask me. Well, I mean, the only reason he stayed there and wrote it out was that I, he had to take me home afterwards. That's true. That's true. Honestly, yeah. Like, I wrote down a best uh, performer of the night. I didn't come up with the worst. And, like, my best was just a softball answer because I picked him before and he always delivers. I, I had picked Kevin Owen, uh, mm. Kevin Owens, but... Honestly, I just didn't care. Like oh. you guys were saying, there was just so little to get invested in. Yeah. It's really weird because I, I say this, I mean, as someone who, I mean, not not like you before, I, I don't have a chance to watch Raw or SmackDown, so I don't really keep up. But, you know, even even going into most of these pay-per-views blind, I still there's still usually something for me to hook into. And, you know, it, it's so bad because everything that they do that has potential they immediately take a big shit on it. They even did me the favor of keeping Roman off the pay-per-view. Right. And <laughs> But what did they do? They kept referring back to it and let's look at some highlights and <laughs> Yeah, realistically this should have been my favorite pay-per-view of the year just cuz of no Roman there and you I go. still didn't care. And what about uh the newest uh player in the game, Piper Nevin? Oh yeah, I yeah comes from NXT from, from uh, where did she come from? It's where I mean where she just came out of nowhere. Nowhere, according to the announcers, including Michael Cole, who has been to the place she's from. Yeah, who has called matches <laughs> in NXT UK? Who called uh, called part of the May Young Classic where she debuted? Piper and but anyway, this surprise woman out of nowhere. Yeah, if there was anything that could save us from freaking Eva Marie, it could have been her. But you know what? No, didn't even make it to the second week without her disappointing us. Well, not it, not her, but creative disappointing us with her. Her new name is Dewdrop. Oh my sweet Bertha Fay, Dewdrop. I'm going to say it one more time. Dewdrop. drop. You it's, reduced that dangerous woman to a shithead in a half a second. She, She's going to have some sort of uh, high risk flying move and it's going to be someone's going to yell like dewdrop drop in or something like that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Or call I, it the I, drop in or something. Yeah. Like that. The, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. I'm, I'm going to drop something and they don't quit with this nonsense. It's the one good thing is they're already talking about. We may have made a mistake letting Alistair Black go. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I was like, we we may need to. Uh, I mean, they they already got Samoa Joe back. Yeah, and th- and thank God for Shawn Michaels and Triple H to it. <laughs> to right the wrongs and end some of this tyranny doing whatever they can picking up the starfish trying to save them one by one yeah that's about it though isn't it that's that's about it let's uh it's time to push the go home button um hensley what what do you think about it not a whole lot um we've uh, finally wrapped up our uh kevin smith view us universe discussion earlier this month so we're going to be doing an off-topic episode next week which is going to be really fun i think and then from there we're going to move into our christopher nolan uh filmography discussion and um hopefully i will say it once again hopefully soon katie and i will be uh recording a uh 
long walk teeny talks sometime soon. Yeah, but we are doing an off topic uh, next week, finally. <laughs> finally. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Well, dogs, if people want to reach out to you online, uh, where can they reach you at? Well, there's always the Twitter that I'm rarely on, but uh, I, I check it every now and again. Uh, and that's Immortal Two Dogs. Uh, and you can get me at uh, Instagram at this is this is a work podcast, I believe. Sure. I don't. I don't it know. is. I, I don't know anymore. Chris, what about you? Well, I'm not allowed to use other people's twitters anymore, so it's at Chris the Okay. But it sounds like dogs could use some love on Twitter. Yeah, I think I've got like four followers. I think. And you've just given up on TikTok, huh? No, I've actually got about 60 followers on TikTok, uh, but it's, it, I do not promote the podcast at all. You know, the most successful thing that I'm doing as far as social media goes, I don't promote it on there. I said something about it three weeks ago. And you lost followers? No, actually, I gained a couple, and then I never said anything about it again. <laughs> You're good at social media. I, I this is why Shelby Shelby Ray Patterson, host of This Is a Takeover, is in charge of uh, all of our social media. Yeah. All right. Well, if you want to follow me personally online, you can do that on Instagram at db hensley. If you want to keep up with Long Walk Productions, you can visit us online at longwalk.us, or you can search for Long Walk Productions and Long Walk Podcasts on Facebook. To see more of our original work or hear past episodes that are no longer streaming, you can follow the YouTube links in the show notes. And thank you very much for listening. If you enjoy this show or any of the shows on the Long Walk Podcast Network, please make sure to leave us a rating and a review on whatever platform you are listening on. And for David Hensley and Chris the Fashion Plate Barnes, this is David Two Dogs Hayes saying, guys, if you got out of bed today, and wrestling was just kind of meh but you had a job to go to and somebody that cares about you when you get back home folks this match is over and you missed hell in a cell so you won thank you for listening to this is a work and as always shut up cole